0: Hello, young mare, left brain. How y'all doing? It's been a little while. It's happy to get back to you guys. I've been on a mission. Been on a mission every day that we all should try to prosper towards. Trying to be a better self, trying to be better for myself. Uh, I'm, I'm going away soon Leaving for the armed forces, which branch is not important to you, but it doesn't make a difference, but I'm going. Don't worry, it's for the reserves. <laughs> that means it's more like I'm halfway in. Yeah, that's a little joke that I that I make with some of my reserve friends. If anyone feels subjected or upset by that comment, fuck you. So currently on the at this time I'm on a walk. I have on my sauna suit, at least the top half. The bottom half I do not have on, but that's the top. And currently at this moment, got have got a sweater on over this on a suit. And I'm, and I'm Nike decked out. I do like Nike. But getting back to the point of why I'm particularly walking and not running, because I do leave in about two, three weeks. For one, my right foot on the top I have a hell of a cramp. I don't know what it is. Shit hurts like a motherfucker. Oh well, life. And beautifully and perfect timing. Just so we show that you always have to push through and be the better self for you. My left foot, I got a I got a cut on. And not no regular cut, a freaking gash. And I wish it was like you say, yeah, it's a blister from walking so much. Nope. I was at the beach, running, playing a little soccer with my nephew, and boom, bam, beautiful cut. So now, I have a cut foot, and my right foot hurts. So however you want to look at that, sucks, but hey, we are pushing towards it. And b- back to my point of being better for yourself on a day-to-day basis, you got to push to be your best. Even when you're not feeling up to do it, even when you're not feeling to push harder or to go out and go run or, or maybe do some push-ups or maybe go see that person you need to see, go to the library to go study, go do your homework inside your room. Stay in there for about an hour, no TV on, turn off your phone or at least put that bitch on silent and you push hard, you do your work. You be the best person that you can be on a day-to-day basis. When you do that, you can't lose. You cannot lose. So let me just get into a little personal side. Uh, I'm not scared. Most people say that they're scared. I'm not scared. I'm more worried. I, I worry about failing and I'm not scared to die. How do those two correlate? All right let's get into it. First things first, I'm not scared I'm more scared to fail. And when I say scared, I'm worried. I told you I'm not scared. I'm worried. I don't I want to live up to my potential when I feel that I can reach and that's the highest point. And when I say I'm not scared to die, I'm not... Sorry if that last part seems a little breaky. Let me just clarify. When I was younger, I used to race. And while racing, I got into a, a horrible accident. And when I say a horrible accident... In the track up in um, Vir, Virginia, in the National Raceway, in the Skip Barber series that is currently closed at this point in time, I somersaulted um, down the straightaway seven times, going 130-ish miles per hour. And if you don't know what somersault means, that means front flip. And yes, I. I you asked how does that logic work? How do you front flip down a straightaway while going in the same direction? Well. My, my back left tire ran over his front right tire. Physics caused me to go into a spin. Then my front wing of my formula car that I was racing, of Skip Barber, it pivoted into, the, into a grass patch and sent me into a somersault. How do I know all this? Because my father watched the whole thing. Me? Ah, no clue. I remember passing the guy. That was about it. Then I woke up going into a helicopter. The reason for this story is I'm not scared to die. I'm not, there's, there's no reason to be. Why? Because when it's your time, it's your time. That's how I look at life. If you push to be the best, you will be the best. If you, if you push to be scared, you will be scared. These are all the true facts. And if you don't believe me, I'll give you another example. I worried. I worried about not finishing high school. I wasn't scared. I was worried that I wasn't gonna meet my requirements to graduate. And you would ask, wow, a person who's racing cars and doing all these things, he barely even graduated from high school? Yes. Yes, I did. But the reason why is because I missed over my course of my senior year, maybe I I missed over 150, 200 days, roughly. And that doesn't even count what I I missed in middle school from racing. So all of those are just racing days, me missing school. With that being said, it was a sacrifice that I was willing to make because I never foresaw uh, my family losing money, which I told you previously before, in, 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 my, in my other podcast, that there was no way that I could have expected to not be at least a little affluent after my graduation. And upon that, I did my best. And when I say my best, I mean just enough to get by. And that was on me. And the thing is that that's something that I hold upon myself. I messed up when it came to that and it's okay. But at the same exact time, my worries made me almost fail. Why? Because I didn't think I was going to do it. I, I, I should have just said, fuck it, do it. You're going to be the best. Just do it. Because I am a smart person. This is not me being cocky, even though I am. Well, I'm confident, not cocky. This is not me being cocky. This is me making the statement that on my ASVAB to get into the military, I scored in the, in the top 90th, 99th percentile for the Army and the Marines, and for the Navy in the top 90th percentile. And then for the Air Force, I scored in the top what in the top 20th percentile. And I never studied one book before, one ASVAB book, and that's basically me. That's 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 and that's just a basic summary of how much your knowledge that you know and can retain and uphold off of general things such as mathematics, electronics, how simple things work, word um word association, uh, science, and and so forth and like and, and reading and and language arts. So, with that being said, I'm well versed in a multitude of topics and conversations and type of scenarios I guess you go, you can call them and break it down into to make it known easier but I know things I I understand so with me going back to my point of saying that I'm not afraid to die I'm not scared to die I'm more than ready to put my life on the line I'm more than ready. If it's something that I believe in, at any day, give me something that I believe in, and I'll put my life on the line. I can weigh the risk and options. Because the thing is, if you don't put your your life on the line, you'll never accomplish what you set in motion. Because the thing is, you got to give your life to it. Whatever you want to do, you want to be the teacher. You have to be, you want to shoot for Teacher of the Year every year. Not for the award, but the one who every single student loves you. And they are so happy that you made a change in their life. If you want to be a coach, basketball, football, whatever sport, figure skating, gymnastics, it doesn't make a difference. You want to be the best that you can possibly be so that whoever you're teaching, whoever you're helping they understand that you're there 100% for them. That doesn't only go into just those type of scenarios of coaching and and teaching where you have students. If you wanna be a salesperson, you have to give your life to this. And when I say your life, yes, you're scheduled to work five days from, well, let's say 8.15 uh, um, to 7 o'clock p.m. Okay, that's a 12-hour shift. It's Average for, um, um, for salespeople. But are you really gonna come there only five days a week? No, you're gonna come there seven days a week. You're gonna work so you hit your goal and then surpass your goal that you set um, for yourself that was already a high mark, okay? You need to be the best. Even if you don't reach your goal, set that high goal so that if you shoot close and you hit it, you get almost there. At least you surpass what you even expected. Because let's say you expected to sell, for example, let's talk about selling cars because that's old cars. Let's say you want to do 37 cars. Okay. That's the amount of cars you want to sell for a month. This is talking about one company that I work for. I don't want to say the name. But just, just give you this, this example. We, we worked off of volume. You want to sell 37 cars. How do you do so? First off, you got to get a clientele. You got to be on the phone 24-7. Not only being on the phone 24-7, you have to be there early so you can try to get, so you can try to get a person um, once you get in the door. You got to stay late for that person who is trying to get pr- approved with, through their credit or has to go to the bank or, or has to call a nana to come bring a check or a $1,000 or $3,000 so that sh- so she can get a car or he can get a car. You understand? And then you know what you do? You, su- you suck it up, you get it done, and you-, and you drive home. Or you take the L where they just couldn't get approved and nothing could happen for you. And then you know what? Suck it up and tomorrow's a new day. Time to make another $100 million. That's your mentality. Every day you're going to be a winner. Every day got to win. Every single day you got to win. If you don't want to win, don't go play. Do not go and play. So when I say you got to give your life, I'm just giving you an example for, for how, I, how I did when I was working there. I worked an hour away from my house. To be exact, to be exact, 52 miles, which on GPS in the morning at, at 6 o'clock when I left home, even though I didn't have to be there until 9 o'clock, it took me 55 minutes. That's me driving at 65, 70 miles per hour. Put on my cruise control and my stick shift car. Yeah, it has it. And and ride up to work. That's me leaving in the, leaving in the darkness. And then you know what time I averagely come home? 9 o'clock. So that's an hour trip both ways. So that's two hours. That's two hours, not including the 12th. 12 to 16 hour shifts that I would average work on a daily basis. So I, so if you wanna put it all in perspective, I averaged at least 16 hours, you know? Let me, let me just put it on the lower end. 16 hours every single day on the road away from work, away from home. So if you if you subtract 16 minus 24, what is that everybody? That's eight hours. Eight fucking hours. You gotta sleep four hours, at least six. You're working 14, 16 hours a day. How many times a day are you eating? Once, maybe twice. You, you try to eat a little breakfast because it's really early, you don't feel like eating yet. And then you try to eat something at four or five o'clock in the afternoon when you're hungry because because you're busy with someone at 12, one, two and three o'clock. You eat something at five o'clock, you stuff your face real quick. And then after you stuff your face, you couldn't even finish your food because um, You had a customer come in, then what do you do? What do you do? Exactly, put down your food and go do what you gotta do. And I don't know, I don't know if I'm different compared to other people, but I like to sit down when I eat. I don't like to drive and eat. I can, but I don't like to. So what do I do? When I get home at 11.30, 12 o'clock at night, I eat. Bam, gain some weight, why? Because I go to sleep by 12.30, 1 o'clock after I ate whatever the hell I ate from whatever fast food place I stopped at because I was starving. Because, you know, why would, why, why would, even if I had a loved one, girlfriend, mother, father, whoever, make me food at that um, throughout the day, every single day I'm getting home at 11, 12 o'clock, you're not going to make food for me. What's the point? I never get to eat it with you. Leftovers, I can try to take it, but I, I don't get a chance to eat it. So when it comes down to food, there's no help between you and I. So this is why myself, the young mare, is walking. It is about 11 o'clock at night with a sauna suit. Because my fat ass gained a lot of weight doing this job. And, and I have a cut on one foot and my other foot's literally on fire. But what am I doing? Pushing through, you gotta kill me. You gotta kill me. And I did, it, I did this particularly just because I was walking. I want to make sure that y'all understood the motivation and the drive that pushes within me. Because everyone in this life has goals and, you, and if you don't have a goal, I don't know where you're going. That doesn't make sense to me. I made my points about me not being scared, and me not being afraid, uh, um, and also not afraid to die. Those are my two points I've made already. And And let me make the third one. If you don't have a high target, and when I say a high target, I mean something that is almost unreachable, but you know it's attainable. In mind, in your life, what's the point of living? I know what I want. And just to share with all of you, just in case you don't know, but I'll tell you. I want to own an F1 team. Why? That's my pinnacle. I love nothing more than racing cars. That is my passion. That's my first love. That's what I sacrificed, what, eight years? Seven? No, seven to nine years, roughly, of my life. During my pinnacle My pinnacle youth era, which is dating, having sex, parties, field trips, sleepovers, best friends, lifelong friends. I know those two seem very similar, but they're not. His best friends are people who you make while in school. Lifelong friends is that kid who's been your friend forever just because you are who you are. I'm not saying I didn't I didn't make good friends while doing what I was doing, but I met who I met and I did what I did to, for the betterment of my racing career. From 12 years old, I knew it was a career. I understood. So I'm gonna go back to sacrifice. You gotta know your goals. You have to know what goal you want. Like I said, I want to be—I want to own an F1 team. How I get there—that's a path that's unwritten. I know what my first steps are: joining the armed forces. Why? You—you would all ask. Oh, that's not a good way to make a lot of money. How are you going to get into? The, how are you going to get into owning a billion-dollar corporation or multi-multi-multi-multi-million-dollar corporation to afford an F1 team? Yes, it's that expensive. First things first. No investor, mind you, I want to build it myself, but no investor is going to invest in a person without a college, um, a college diploma, no college credits, also a low, a low high school GPA, many, many over 17 different jobs. This is actually 18 now, 18 different jobs that I've worked at, and I'm only 25. Why would you invest in me? That's the first question I asked myself. So, you have to have a pedigree. You have to have something that says that, hey, you can be committed. You can do it, and you won't quit. Hello, military. For one, I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know who's going to be my best friend. I don't know who's going to be my girlfriend, my wife, my shooting buddy, my sparring partner, my gym buddy, my my study partner whoever my enemy I don't know who they're going to be but one thing I do know is that they'll push me to be better and through that path multiple avenues will open for me such as for one my podcast is it is a, a form that I that I want to explore I love it this is I'm sorry to get a little emotional, sentimental, but I love this. I love this. This is beautiful. A form of expression that lets you actually get out the knowledge, what you've seeked upon your years. Mind you, I'm young, but I've been around. I have older brothers. I have older parents. I've only been around elders most of my life. I've never fit in with the younger generation. I've only fit in. With olders. Why? Because I know to speak to them. But then again, I've never fit in because I'm the younger one. But back to my path. I do this. I, I do this to be the betterment of myself. To push to the next level. I want to change a generation of thinking. I will change a generation of thinking. I have already changed a generation of thinking. These are the standards. These are the goals. This is the motivation. I push myself on a day-to-day basis. I never wanna lose and I'll always win. I just wanna make that clear. That if you work for the best, Will accomplish the best. So, just to recap: never be scared to die. Don't be afraid, and have your goal set in mind. This is young man, the left brain ever grown. Get back to you with another segment very soon. Yeah.